This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3596, from Monday, the 16th of May, 2022. Today's show is entitled Extracting Text Tables and Images from Docs Files Using Python. It is part of the series A Little Bit of Python. It is hosted by Beezy and is about nine minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is In this episode, I describe how I use two Python libraries to extract import data from Docs files. Hello, this is Beezy once again with a new episode for Hacker Public Radio. Now, this episode, I want to talk about a project that I'm working on. And the ask was this. We have this directory of oh, a couple thousand docx documents, you know, Word files, uh, Microsoft Word files in the docx format. Uh, go through all these files, extract all the text, get all the images out, and for all the tables that are in there, turn the tables into CSV files. So I thought to myself, self, how can I solve this problem? The first thing I thought of, because I've used it before, and I've talked about actually on Hacker Public Radio before, is a command line tool called docx to txt. It's really simple. You know, you just do docx to txt, input file, output file. And if you wanted to do it to the screen, you just do dash for the output. Uh, the problem that I ran into this, although it, you know, it got the data out, it only gets the data really out of the body and I needed data out of the headers and the footers as well of the, of the documents. So I looked on, you know, PyPI for some options in Python on how to do this because I figured, you know, Python seems like a language that would have this. And what do you know? It does. Uh, the first tool I found was a tool called python-docx. And similar to what OpenPyXL does for Excel files, Python docx is a tool, a library that helps you both create and read docx files. So you instantiate a new object from the docx.document um, constructor. And then you, there are different attributes that you are presented with. If that's not a existing doc, if that is an existing document, uh, you have sections of a, of the document. In the first section or in every section of the document, you have a header and a footer. And also at that, um, at that top layer, you also have paragraphs. And inside of every paragraph, there is text. Inside of every header and every footer object, there's also paragraphs. And inside those paragraphs, there's text. And then the other thing, which was so amazing, was that inside of the headers, the footers, and the the main document, there's also an attribute called tables, which finds all the tables in the documents, exactly like I was looking for. And inside of every table, there are rows. And inside of every row, there are cells. And then inside of every cell, there's text. And so I still have this problem with the images. So I looked... Uh, for another, some way to get the images out, you know, just using DuckDuckGo. And I ran into a project called docx2txt, the number two, 
DocX to TXT. And what you do with that is it'll get out all the text out of the document in one go and all the images at the same time. And the way that you call that is really simple. And I was really amazed at how simple it is. All you have to do is say docx to txt dot process and then the path of the file. And that returns the text of the file to you. And if you include a second argument in that dot process uh, of a, of a folder location, it will automatically put all the images into that folder. So all you have to do, so I did a simple thing where I just said full text equals uh, docx to txt dot process, the source file, the image destination, and then for the, the open up a, a file object and write the full text into that file buffer to create the full text file. And so, like I said, um, this, you know, there's more than one file. There's, uh, there's over 2000 files. So, you know, put that on the for loop done. Uh, because it was so many files, I thought I might be able to do one better. So I use the multiprocessing library and I keep on meaning to use concurrent futures instead. Uh, but I'm, I've just used multiprocessing so many more times. Uh, so it's really simple to do something that's that parallel parallelizable you just do a, a pool equals multiprocessing dot pool and then you just say pool dot map the function to uh, that you want to run and the iterator that you want to use it and the iterator that it chose was, was the path of all the items in the in the directory so the main part of the function is only one two three four lines first i say What's the, you know, I declare the input directory and then I create a list that describes all the file, where all the files are in that directory using the pathlib.glob, uh, constructor. And then I just say I, I create a, a multiprocessing pool and pool.map on the big process file function that I have and that iterator of the list of files. And, you know, I have a nice beefy 12 core processor. I think it took three or four minutes for, to process all those files and get. And so what I did for every file, I made a folder and inside of every folder, I put the original doc, docx file plus, uh, the full text of the, of the, of the file in a txt file and then a CSV file for every table and then a folder called IMG and inside that folder. Uh, a file for every image and the whole thing I don't know is it's with good formatting is uh, what is it 39 89 lines of code and I was able to get this whole thing done and with a couple more lines of code I can dump the whole thing in the like a S3 bucket or something if I want to put it somewhere where it's accessible Um for other members of the team in my company. So I thought that would be useful to you guys and the hacking community that like to tinker. You might have to tinker with uh, 
Word documents. There's uh, actually similar uh, items that you can use for uh, for doing the same thing with ODS, ODS files and ODT files. Um, but I'm not going to go into that here because that's not what the show is about. Uh, and also, I know LibreOffice um, has built-in uh, Python bindings that you can also connect into and create documents to. And you can do a lot of uh, amazing things with those. I've seen some projects that use that as well. So I just want to give a couple of shout outs to the, some of those other projects. But yeah, that's what I have been working on. Like I said, it was after a little bit of searching in DuckDuckGo, 80, 80 something lines of code, extracting all the tables and all of the rows and all the images and all the text out of docx files. So thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Hacker Public Radio. This is B Easy signing off to remind you to use free software. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.